He's the man. <laughs> it's awesome, funny, random, doesn't make any sense, but it's good. Ladies and gentlemen, from the studios in the wrestling capital of the South, it's another terrific episode of The Binge Buster Show. Please welcome your host, Tony Binge. All right, everyone, welcome to The Binge Buster Show. As we are uh, here one more time this week, uh, preparing, getting ready. Uh, we're just a few days away from the stadium tour. Uh, and right now, before we get started on our podcast, we're going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to have my co-host, Chris, with his uh, uh, Plano's Live Music Pulse, all this and much more coming up next on the Binge Buster Show. Def Leppard, Motley Crew, The Stadium Tour, with Poison and Joan Jett of the Blackhearts. Get tickets now at Live Nation. All right, fans, we are back on the Binge Buster Show. Let's welcome my co-host, cohort, co-conspirator, Chris Rock and Roll Playboy Plano. Chris, what is going on? Terrific, Tony. I am fired up tonight. Thank you for having me on this week. We are finally here. The stadium tour is just five or six days away. The concerts are happening a whole lot in the pro wrestling scene, and summer is finally here. Man, it is here and here with a bang, let me tell you, because, uh, you know, Chris, last week as, as we uh, had our, our last show, we talked about, uh, you know, the stadium tour starting. Uh, man, Motley Crue, Poison, Def Leppard, Joan Jett, they brought it to Atlanta last week and man what a rocking show that was ma'am tony I, man a week ago it just seems like it was just yesterday but boy they're on their fourth stop already heading to their fifth stop this weekend and eventually they're gonna be here in charlotte but from top to bottom the bands are all playing the hits the songs the fans want to hear it has been they've been dodging rain some thunderstorms a little bit and even some good weather too and boy you better rest up for this one because it's a seven hour concert from start to finish and uh, it might even take some a couple of days to even recover yeah and uh even uh uh guest appearances by um machine gun kelly as motley crew uh sang their for the first time their their uh, new hit the dirt uh and of course everyone knows that machine gun kelly was um uh, singing backup on that song and he surprised the people of atlanta uh as he was uh came out on stage and and sang the uh the chorus uh and that was great but incidentally chris i don't know if you caught this but uh this week uh machine gun kelly was at our local um amusement park carowinds uh i saw on uh, on social media that uh he was just walking around like like you and me would uh, having a good time here and uh, Carowinds and the, a lot of you listeners that uh, may not be from the Carolinas Carowinds is kind of like our Disneyland except a whole lot cheaper um, but uh, a lot of uh, uh, you know roller coasters and as a matter of fact I believe Carowinds here Chris has like one of the fastest roller coasters in the uh, in the southeast uh, it's, it's called the Fury 
So if you if you fans want to check it out, go on YouTube and pull it up. That thing's intense. Uh, I remember when it opened up a few years ago. I took my my kids. I, I took took my two daughters there, and uh, they rode that thing like five times, Chris. And I overheard the person mm-hmm. talking that that thing it started raining, uh, and they were still riding it, and the speed on it was getting up to close to hundred miles an hour. Uh, that's a damn fast roller coaster. Man, absolutely. I mean, Carowinds, you know, if you know about great adventure amusement parks and other theme parks across the country or Disney or whatever, that is right on the North-South Carolina border here, just south of Charlotte, about 10, 12 miles. And, boy, you want the ride? It is there. They got a great water park, plenty of roller coasters, and, uh, you know, and they even taught, they even turn it into uh, scarewinds in October and <laughs> all the haunted houses you wanted and and uh, and goblins and everything and scary stuff and uh, it's really a year round attraction for the area and it's a great landmark uh, for the southeast and we're so great to have it right here in the in the Charlotte uh, area. Yeah, I mean, I I really love Carowinds. <clears throat> Usually we we get season passes and go throughout the summer, but um, a couple of years ago when COVID hit, we uh, we done that and. Uh, uh, you know, we actually had season passes. Uh, we, we bought them and then COVID hit and then they gave us another year free. Uh, COVID was still here. Uh, so the third year we still had free season passes, uh, but we never used them and they expired. And, uh, you know, so now we're not doing it. I did take my son there a couple weeks ago. Uh, just he and I went down for a day and, uh, and we had a good time. Um, but, uh, you know, in the summertime, Chris, it just gets so hot, and then the lines are so long. Oh. It's just miserable. So uh, I, I tend to stay away. Now, I know our, our podcast, we talk about wrestling a lot. Here is a Carowinds trivia, Chris. 1986, okay. as you know, the Rock and Roll Express was so over. Um, they um, had a contest. Uh, it was called the Rock and Roll Express Super Summer Sizzler Tour. Uh, and they, uh, had these two kids that they had a rock and express lookalike contest. And these two young boys that were like, I think at the time, 10 or 11 years old, they won. And part of their prize was they got to go to Carowinds with Ricky and Robert. Uh, only problem, only problem is Ricky and Robert was more popular than Carowinds. So when they got there, Robert was telling me a few weeks ago about this. He said that uh, that that they got the Carowinds and word got out. Rockland Express was in the park, and they had to shut the park down, get Rockland Express out, um, and then bring them back at a later date when the park was closed, just so that they could ride the rides without being interrupted by the fans. Now that right there, Chris, is over. I, I didn't see that happen to Machine Gun Kelly the other day. If you know what I mean, right. Oh man, I mean, rock and roll was just so over. I mean, you know, back in the eighties, at their peak as, as you know, tag team champions in the NWA, and I mean, it, I mean, those it was everywhere they went. Tony, it didn't matter if they were in an arena, in a hotel, outside an arena, at Carowinds, at a restaurant. I mean, rock and roll was just over. But I believe the story. But hey, great publicity for Carowinds, even uh, even back in uh, that day. But Ricky and Robert, man, they were. They were they were running from the crowd probably several times just to uh, get a breather from here and there. I'm sure it gets taxing after a while. Yeah, yeah, that, that's that's for sure. Uh, but now getting back to this uh, stadium tour, Chris, um, the uh, the bands uh, Poison, Motley Crue, Def Leppard, they uh, kind of went into their vault a little bit. 
uh, had, you know, they, 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 they played some old classic stuff. Um, but you know, like, like we talked about last week, Joan Jett and poison, they get an hour, Motley Crue and Def Lippert get an hour and a half, but you got seven hours of rock and roll and, um, Man, what 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 better way to spend your summer than at the stadium tour? I mean, I'm looking forward to it. Uh Tony, one, just you know, just to have these four bands together, it's never gonna happen again. Um, you know, for the for these four bands to be together. Um, you know, they're playing the hits, they are going into the vault a little bit. Um, you know, they might they're cha- they're changing things up. The set list have been consistent the first four shows. There might be a a song, maybe two songs ebbed in and out or, or out of rotation, but they're hearing what everyone wants to play. You know, the thing about this tour and, and some people have to be realistic here. Um, no band is getting two hours of stage time, two and a half hours of stage time. So are there going to be some songs left out? Yes. I mean, it, there, it's just, <laughs> there's only so much time on the clock to be done by 11 o'clock. 1115, you know, during whatever curfew is at the specific city, but they're hearing the hits the fans want to hear. And I think that's the good thing. Um, you know, would I love to see poison for 20 or 30 minutes more on stage? Absolutely. Um, you know, would I love to hear Motley Crue for an, even another 30 minutes? Absolutely. They could squeeze six, seven more songs in, but it's the kind of tour where you're going to get a little bit of everything over a seven hour period. Yeah. And one of the things that I, that I've noticed, Chris, looking at the, um, the set list from each show, um, each band is changing it up a little bit. It's not, it's mm-hmm. not, it's not the same songs on, on every, uh, every, every town. Uh, I know opening night in Atlanta, uh, Motley Crue, uh, played piece of your action, which they haven't played that song since 2013. Uh, and then of course, when they, um, played the following night uh, or a couple nights later in Florida, they re you know, took, took, took that out, out of their set list. Uh, at, same thing with poison poison had a, had a couple songs that they put on, uh, and then they, uh, took out, you know, so, so you, I like that because you're, you know, a lot, a lot of people like you and me that go out online and pull these set lists to kind of get an idea of what, what we're going to be hearing, uh, it's getting changed up. So, that that I think that's kind of cool. Another thing that's cool is the fact that CC Deville is he's killing it right now, uh, and what what a great tribute that he's doing on these shows, playing uh, Van, Eddie Van Halen's Eruption, uh, and man, he is he's rocking that out too, Chris. Oh, he is, and uh, yeah, tribute and uh, you know to CC. I mean, a great guitarist in in his own right with his own solo stuff and, 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 and vibes as well on stage, but no paying a tribute to the late, um, Eddie Van Halen and, uh, um, uh, doing it well. And, and you know, you know, the, you know, the great thing is, you know, Tony, I, I think these bands from all the pictures I've seen and, and just in general, the first four stops is that I, these guys are having fun. Oh yeah. I mean, they're, they're up there having a good time. I mean, we're not talking about young bucks here. We're talking no, no. about, <laughs> upper fifties and in their sixties here having yeah. a great time. And they're hot up there. They're sweating and, and they're doing it for the fans. And, uh, um, you, you know, I think that's what really is a special thing about all this, that all four of the bands are, are, are having a good time. Yeah. And Chris, I actually saw a video, um, today I was looking at it on YouTube. Um, 
during during Poison's uh, set, I saw off the, off the side of the stage Tommy Lee and Vince Neil watching Poison play. Uh, right. And vice versa. I saw uh, another video of Brett Michaels out there watching Motley Crue play. So not only is, is this a stadium tour with four huge um, rock and roll star uh, bands, but no, it, it seems like nobody's got I'm the superstar. No, I'm the superstar. No, I am. They're all on the same page, on the same level, uh, supporting each other having each back and and speaking of that uh one of the sad things was uh we we found out opening night in atlanta that just 14 days prior to this opening night tommy lee fell and broke four ribs and this Mm -hmm. this dude is still out there playing four and five songs uh with four broken ribs and I, I don't know if any of you fans out there listening has ever had a broken rib before. Um, one is painful, but man, this, this dude's got four, and he is out there rocking shit, tearing it up, kicking out these drums, and just playing uh, some of Motley Crue's harder, faster songs like "Wild Side," "Shout the Devil," "Live Wire." Uh, Live Wire is a is a double bass. Uh, 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 if any people out there are drummers, uh, a lot of that song is played on double bass. And can you imagine trying to play double bass with four broken ribs, Chris? Oh, I mean, I, I can't even think of playing ba- one song with four broken ribs. Never mind playing up to four or five songs before Tommy does bow out and, and turns the sticks over to the backup drummer. Uh, but give it up to him. Hey, he's out there. He kept it on the DL, what was going on. Uh, I'm sure the other members of the band knew what was going on and, and people in the, in the inner circle um, but hey, he does come back out for Home Sweet Home, plays the piano, ebbs and flows where he can during the set, and uh, I'm sure he's talked to some of the girls a little bit too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The stage well, as well, and well, them on. <laughs> and, and one of the other things I saw too, Chris, on uh, Ricky Rocket's uh, Facebook page, he came out and said, "Listen, uh, all these people are talking junk about Tommy Lee only playing a few songs." Uh, the man could sit home for six weeks and not even show up, but he's showing up. He's being part of the show. He's playing as much as he can play. Uh, and Ricky says, Hey, you know, I, I give all the praise in the world to Tommy because that, that that's pretty amazing to come out there and still be dedicated enough to come out and play, you know, more than, you know, more, you know, but actually play versus not playing at all. So I, I think that's that that says a lot for uh, for Tommy Lee. Um, but all in all, Chris, um, I'm I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing so far. Uh, and and all these people that, that come online talking junk about Motley Crue and stuff. Listen, one thing you gotta understand, uh, like 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 Chris said earlier, the, these guys are not spring chickens anymore. They're 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 not 20 years old. Uh, and you know. You can go out today, Chris, and buy a brand new 2022 uh, Tahoe. That thing's beautiful. It's got all the bells and whistles, and it's and it's great. But in you know 60 years from now, is that thing even going to be running? Um, and that's that's one of the things that that people need to work need to think about. Uh, the problem is we get so many of these key what I call keyboard warriors. Uh, Mom leaves leaves the leaves the computer turned on, and they get on and try to be funny. So. Um, you know, go out there, buy your ticket, enjoy yourself, listen to some great music for the next seven hours, and forget about all this 
COVID bull crap and all this other stuff that's going on in the world. And man, just go back and, 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 and have a good time. You know, that, that, I think that's, that, that's the main thing about what this stadium tour is about. Uh, I know, uh, a few years ago when they first announced it, it was really to kind of help, you know, uh, promote and, uh, and, and, and advertise for the movie, the dirt, uh, but, but Chris, it seems like that, that, you know, with the exception of a few towns that I know Atlanta was completely sold out standing room only. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited to, uh, to see how Charlotte turns out. Now, Tony, the Charlotte show was originally supposed to be a, a Saturday night show. If I'm not mistaken, back in 2020, right. Then it was rescheduled for a Thursday night show in 2021. Now we're moving to a Tuesday night show. A huge difference. I mean, but it is a Tuesday night. It's the summertime. The band's in town. It's their only stop in the Carolinas. It's the last stop really in this area that they've already hit Atlanta and D.C., obviously. So if you want to catch them, this is it. It is a Tuesday night. Tickets are still on sale. It's going to be a great night, and the weather's looking great. Um, Five days out. Let's hope it stays that way. And, uh, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking to rock out. I'm looking to see the energy level of these bands. We know Poison's off the hook. We've heard positive reviews. Motley's doing their thing. You know, Def Leppard is bringing out a new album on this tour, which has caught a few people off guard a little bit, but they're doing their thing. And then Joan Jett obviously opening uh, the show up um, with her hits and, 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 and her catalog. So I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to just bask and take it all in. And uh, you and I will definitely have a post-show review of this, maybe even a, a review that night or, or, or the next day. And uh, looking forward to this both online and, and on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm excited about it. Uh, uh, I, you know, I can't wait. And, Chris, it seems like th- this summer is the, is the summer for concerts. Everybody's done with oh. COVID. They're out and going. Um incidentally uh, uh you know we're uh, recording this podcast thursday night uh but friday night tomorrow night i'm going back to home of starcade and i'm going to go and hang out with mr bo cephas uh thunderhead hawkins himself hank williams jr uh i've, I've got floor seats for that show chris um and so anybody that follows me on uh, Facebook and follows the Binge Buster show on Facebook, I will definitely be uh, uploading a few live videos from, from, the, from the show tomorrow night. So I'm excited about that. Chris, it's like concert after concert after concert. And um, my, I mean, my, my whole calendar for the next few days is booked up. I've got, uh, I've got the podcast tonight, uh, Thursday night. Friday night, I got Hank Williams Jr. in Charlotte. Saturday, I'm I'm doing a benefit uh, wrestling event. Uh, it's called um, Sober Slam. And Chris, you've uh, came to this show before. Um, it's not a show that that we sell tickets for. Um, it's a show that we that kids that have are battling addiction, uh, drug addiction, alcohol addiction. Uh, they mm. get a they get a break. They get to come out and they get to watch. Uh, some of the best wrestlers in the Carolinas get out there and and duke it out, um, and it's a great it's a great night of action uh, and a great uh, night just in general of uh, being able to perform for these kids that have really put everything in their and in, into 
becoming sober, staying sober, uh, it's sober slam. And, uh, it's put on by one of my good friends, court Montgomery. Um, so I'm excited. I'll be doing that Saturday night. Uh, get a little break Sunday with the family. Uh, another break on Monday and then Tuesday, Chris, you and I are going to be rocking and rolling, uh, here at the Panther stadium in the queen city of Charlotte, man, it is, it, I cannot wait. Man, I, I mean, Tony, it, it just doesn't end the concerts. I mean, I mean, I'm excited for you to, uh, tomorrow night, Hank Williams Jr. in town, Greensboro Coliseum, so historic, so much history there between, you know, wrestling and, and concerts and every events that have come through that, you know, building over the decades. And, you know, obviously we got, you know, the big show here on, uh, on Tuesday night and, Gosh, even down the road, you know, Jason Bonham with the Led Zeppelin experience is here on next Wednesday night. And then uh, Chicago's coming to town to PNC as well uh, the following Friday, a 4th of July weekend. And everything's rolling, outdoor concerts, small indoor concerts. It's just wide open right now, whether you're looking local, national, regional. You don't have to look very far uh, to find a gig playing in your town. No, not at all, and uh, and and I can't. I mean, I'm excited. I can't wait. Uh, tomorrow night, Hank Williams Jr. Greensboro. Saturday night, uh, I'm sorry, Tuesday night, Charlotte Motley Crew, Poison, Def Leppard, and Joan Jett. It's going to be on. Uh, now, uh, I, I I hope I haven't kayfabe all your 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 um your segment. But uh, right mm-hmm. now, fans, we are going to turn the microphone over to Chris Plano as this is Plano's live music pulse right here on the Binge Buster Show. Boy, Tony, that's right. You're, you're catching me a little bit ahead of time here uh, with the Plano's live music pulse coming out tomorrow. But you're going to get a preview tonight. Great concerts coming to town here in Charlotte. Hey, tomorrow night, Friday Tony, James Taylor's in town at the Spectrum Center and his all-star band, JT, back in town, Carolina on my mind. It'll be packed at the Spectrum Center. And shows are all weekend. Backstreet Boys are at PNC Music Pavilion on this Friday night as well and a plethora of local bands Friday into Saturday. Also, Air Supply. Tony, you remember them? They're in town this Saturday night up at Kannapolis Village Park, a free show Ear Supply, in-town legends in the rock and roll uh, industry, and then a lot of acoustic music on Sunday, but Tony, my eyes are to next Tuesday night. The stadium tour is coming to Bank of America Stadium. 4.30 start. Def Leppard, Motley Crue, Poison, Joan Jett, and the Blackhearts, and Classic Act. I cannot wait. And then full shows right into the 4th of July weekend. Charlotte is on fire when it comes to the national rock scene, and it's only going to get better as the as the summer goes on. But Tony, I'm fired up for Tuesday night, and I know you are as well. I, I'm not going to be able to sleep a wink between now and then. Oh no, I'm definitely not. Uh, and I, I'm I'm so I'm so happy to add this new segment to the podcast. Uh, I know each week you spend a lot of time uh, mm-hmm. going through and um, and finding all these great uh music events all all over the uh charlotte uh metro area 
Uh, and I know a lot of our listeners are, are probably not from, from Charlotte, but uh, at least if you are in town and uh, you want to catch a live show, uh, go follow Chris on his Facebook page or just listen to the podcast each week because uh, Chris will let you know where to go and where to see these bands at. Uh, and, Chris, I, I see a lot of times these bands actually give you a shout-out uh, for actually taking the time uh, and doing this and get letting everybody know where, where the bands are and where, where the parties are. Uh, and, but this Tuesday night, the party is going to be live and in color in Charlotte, North Carolina, the home of the nature boy, uh, Ric Flair, and, um, well, the former home. I think now he lives in Tampa. But uh, for uh, 20-some years, uh, Charlotte – was rick flair's town and even now to this day when i hear the word charlotte the first thing that comes to my mind is nature boy rick flair uh and uh right now let's let's get to that chris rick flair's final match was announced a few weeks ago uh said so it was going to be held at the uh the nashville fairgrounds they have sold so many tickets so many people wanting to get in the door the event has now been moved to the Nashville Municipal Auditorium, uh, and tomorrow, Friday, uh, go to rickflairslastmatch.com, and more tickets are going to be offered. Chris, I'm, if it wasn't for all these concerts, man, and vacations, I would be buying one of those tickets and going to see the Nate do his thing. Uh, and, of course, I know uh, a lot of people have been uh, messaging me uh, saying, Tony, who is Flair wrestling? I know you know. I do know, mm -hmm. but I got to, I got to keep giving out those hints. Uh, but before I get to those hints today, Ric Flair held a press conference, Chris, uh, and he, they announced that, um, here's something else, Chris, uh, mm -hmm. not only is Ric Flair having his last match, not only is Ric Flair coming out wearing that, um, great American bash, 1986, uh, re, re remake robe, but Chris, I heard tonight that they are going to auction off that robe, so oh. so some lucky fan is going to get to be there, see Ric Flair wear that robe out, and then take that robe home. Can you imagine what that robe is going to be worth, Chris? Somebody better have a roll of cash in their pocket, or <laughs> some deep credit cards. One of the two, Tony. Uh, take gosh, out a uh, second mortgage on their home, something like that, but. Listen, the Nature Boy is going to walk the aisle at the end of July here in Nashville. Um, you're right. They moved it from the fairgrounds, which I've done a little research. They said the fairgrounds holds about 5,000 people, and now they're moving it to the auditorium, which holds about 9,000 people. Yeah. And they're confident that the other 4,000-some-odd tickets are going to get scooped up in some way, shape, or form. Pretty confident they probably will be. Um, you know, so... You know, whether this was in the game plan or not, I'm not sure. This was maybe a litmus test to see. Um, coincidentally, the WWE is in town that weekend with SummerSlam as well, the night before. Um, but things are swirling. This thing is in motion. Uh, we're coming into July next week, and this match is going to be here before you know it. Oh, yeah. And, uh, Chris, I I'm telling you, not only that, but – how how amazing is it that that they have sold uh so many tickets on this uh for this show and they've sold tickets and they haven't even announced any matches yet so that that right there no, says it, that says a lot it's just it's 
people are going, yes, whatever the other matches are, the other matches are. And those folks are going to sit through those matches, whether whoever is in that ring should be honored to even be on the card. They'll, for, they'll forever say they were on Ric Flair's last match show in Nashville, Tennessee. Yep. With that said, everyone's there to see the main event um, on some level, whether it's, whether it's you're there because you want to be there, it's there because you just want to see him walk the aisle, woo, or do the strut in the ring, or whatever he, you know, he's going to do, you know, whatever your level of, of what you want to see, you're going to see it. You know, keeping things in context, we're not going to see no Ric Flair 60-minute match here either. But you have to keep things in perspective. And I think to just be a part of it, that's why they're there and to pay homage. To, and I, now I even heard Kid Rock's going to be there now. Yeah, Kid, uh, yeah. As a well. lot, so a, a I, lot I of mean, stars. I mean, not not just wrestlers, yeah. but musicians, uh, other sports stars. I mean, this thing's going to be huge. Uh, I even heard rumor that if you go and see the roast of Ric Flair, there might even be one of Ric Flair's ex-wives there uh, for the roast. So, I mean, I'm telling you, Chris, they're all coming out for this. Um, I will, I will tell you a few, a few names that I've heard that is going to be there. Uh, Mick Foley is is going to be there. Lex Luger, the Four Horsemen. Uh, of course, you can't have Flair's last match without the Horsemen being there. Arn Anderson, mm-hmm. Tully Blanchard, Barry Windham, Lex Luger, Ric Flair. They all going to be there. Um, FTR uh, is going to be there. Uh, many more. Uh, so, uh, so that, that, that's going to be great. Now, two matches have Chris have already been, uh, announced. Uh, they were announced today, uh, over the, uh, the Ric Flair press conference, uh, impact world champion, Josh Alexander will defend his title against Jacob Fatu. Uh, and then also the motor city machine guns, uh, will be taking on the wolves. So, uh, two matches there already been revealed. Um, and it's going to be great. The other, the cool thing, like I, like I said earlier, that Flair's robe, his final robe will, that he's wearing out that night, uh, will be auctioned off. Uh, you, uh, not even auctioned off. They're, they're actually going to be selling, uh, um, tickets. So you, you, whoever draws that winning ticket, man, is going to win, uh, that robe. Um, and of course, if it was me and I win that robe tomorrow, it's going to be on eBay for a hundred grand. I'm going to make, <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, mm-hmm. but, uh, that, that is, but here's the really cool thing. Uh, th- th- this right here is something very, very amazing. Um, July 31st will officially be Ric Flair day, uh, there in Nashville. Um, so the, uh, the deputy mayor, Brenda Haywood announced that today that July 31st, will be Ric Flair Day in Nashville. Uh, and on top of that, uh, they are going to be raffling off, like I said earlier, raffling off the robe, uh, and uh, all the proceeds of that robe is going to be donated to the First Step Foundation uh, in honor of Ric Flair's son, Reed. I mean, I know uh, Flair is very emotional about that, but what a great great um uh, thing that that they're doing with this robe uh and and taking all this money and donating it to the first step foundation as we know chris a lot of people uh mm-hmm. battle addiction 
uh, as I talked about earlier for that, for the show, I'm going to be on the sober slam. Uh, so many people, uh, battle addiction. So I think this is a great, great, uh, way of, uh, of adding to the, the foundation. Uh, and I know that robe is going to bring a tremendous amount of money. Oh my God. It's, it's going to be off the hook. I mean, no matter what flair wears to the ring, <laughs> it's going to be off the hook. And, uh, um, you know, yes, yeah, going to a, a great cause, and 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 they're doing everything right. And we're going to hear more celebrity announcements over the next several weeks as well. They're going to come out of the woodwork. Um, you know, it, it, it's going to be a great time. Whether you're you're there live, if you're watching it streaming on on pay per view or across other, you know, social platforms, um, you know, it's going to it's going to be a once in a lifetime opportunity. Uh, but hey, Tony, if I'm Ricky and Robert Gibson across the ring, and I know the horsemen are in the building. Oh, you know Ricky Robert's going to be there. Uh, I think I'd have a couple eyes in the back of my head because I don't know if I, tr- if I trust Arn Anderson, Tully Blanchard, God knows who else uh, was a horseman that might be in the building at one point because uh, they could be in a tight situation. Yeah, it, it, it definitely so. And uh, man, I'm telling you, I'm I'm pumped up about this too, Chris. I'm telling you, I, I, there, there's so many places I want to be at the same time. I can't be. Mm-hmm. Um, but man, what what a great summer this is going to be. You talk about Super Summer Sizzler Tour. That's definitely happened in 2022. That's for sure. This is not only this is Ric Flair's final match. This is his great American bash. Oh yeah. <laughs> On without, July 31st. This is him. Without a doubt. Uh, no, no doubt in my mind, man, this is, this is definitely it. And, uh, what, what an exciting time. Um, Absolutely. Now, now moving on, Chris, uh, we, 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 we have two more, two more things I want to get in on this show. Uh, number one, uh, just a couple of days ago was the anniversary of, of you know, talk about Molly Crew being on tour. The anniversary of Theater of Pain. It was released on June twenty first, nineteen eighty five. Uh, the album was recorded from January to May nineteen eighty five, and then released in June. Uh, it was recorded at Pasha Music House and and Cherokee Record uh, Plant, West Hollywood, California. I've been by that place a couple of times uh, on my on my trips out to. Uh, to California, um, mm-hmm. West Hollywood is is like the hipster place there in uh, in Hollywood. If you've ever been out there, uh, a lot of cool shops, and of course, West Hollywood is just not very far from Beverly Hills. Uh, Theater of Pain, however, uh, was that album that Motley Crue recorded like during the dark uh, time of their life. Uh, uh, Vince had just been involved in that uh, vehicular manslaughter and Nikki was getting pretty deep into his drug addiction uh so uh you know the band was uh was was you know crazy uh and uh it, it was a, a trying time for him but they released this album uh only had two really good hits off of it they hit the radio uh Brownsville station's uh cover of um uh, smoking in the boys room uh, and then, of course, Motley Crue's power ballad, Home Sweet Home, which now they play every show. And, Chris, when I went to the final show in L.A., that was the last song they played 
Mm-hmm. And uh, and I thought at that time, man, that, that, that would be the last song I ever hear Motley Crue play live. But I cannot wait uh, next Tuesday night, man. I, I, yep. you know, it's like it's like it's like a dream come true, uh, getting to see the crew one more time. So I'm excited about that. But Chris, w- w- uh, t- talking about theater of pain, uh, what was uh, like 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 I, I know everybody loves Home Sweet Home, but like what is a cut off that album that that you really really enjoy? I mean, Tony, yeah, we talked about Home Sweet Home. That is the ballad for Motley Crue. It'll always be on their set list. And Smoking in the Boys' Room, that, that that's every, you know, middle high school uh, uh, boys dreaming, you know, in, in school. But, hey, they had, this was a 10-song a album back in the day, but there's a couple that pop out. City Boy Blues, Louder Than Hell, or just a couple that, that pop out to me. Um, you know, what about, Hey man, who can't raise your hands to rock? I mean, come on now. <laughs> I mean, if right. you can't get into that song, man, you're not going to get into any song. So there are some songs that, you know, they'll never take off this album and probably play in concert, but you know, there were some, you know, this is part of the vault that we talked about that makes up any band. And, and I think this is one of those albums for Motley Crue outside of the two hits that are on it. They've got some stuff in the vault. Yeah, they they got some stuff in the vault, and uh, they got some stuff in the vault, and they're pulling it out. And you know, I'll tell you off that album, my favorite song, besides the two radio hits, "Home Sweet Home" and uh, "Smoking in the Boys' Room," is "Louder Than Hell." And I remember mm-hmm. Chris when I went to go see uh, Motley Crue's "Red, White, and Crew" tour, they played that song, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I've never heard this song live!" So mm-hmm. this is this is pretty cool. Um, so. You know that that was great to hear that. I heard to hear that, and I'm hoping that you know they they pull that out uh, here in Charlotte. Um, so um, great album. Uh, I think uh, on that album cover was probably one of Motley Crue's most iconic album album cover. Their album mascot, as Tommy calls it, uh, with the uh, the laughter and the and the sad uh, theater masks. Uh, cool album cover. Uh, and, uh, of course, um, I think during this time they were, they were, uh, starting to dab into, uh, a little different sound. Uh, and of course, uh, the following year, uh, or a couple years later when they released girls, 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 they stripped it down and got back to, uh, the basics and, uh, put out a, a few more hits, but, uh, the European was definitely a great album. Um, but now Chris tomorrow marks the anniversary of, Maybe they're not so popular album, but uh, that's right. But Generation Swine, the seventh album by Motley Crue, was released June June twenty fourth, nineteen ninety seven, uh, and uh, and and that album marked the return of Vince Neil. As we all know, Vince left the band in ninety ninety one ninety two, uh, and uh, was replaced by John Karabi. Uh, album sales plummeted for Motley Crue. Album sales wasn't that great for Vince Neil's solo album, um, but they get back together. Uh, this album was released June twenty fourth, nineteen ninety seven. Uh, it was recorded. Uh, it was recorded for a while between ninety five and ninety seven. So a couple of years, uh, they were putting this album together, uh, and it was recorded in several places. Uh, Can Am Recorders in Terzana. Uh, Music Grinder Studios and Conway Studios in Hollywood, the Enterprise in Burbank, 
the Chop Shop and Butt Cheese in West Studio Hollywood, Los Angeles. Uh, so several places that they were um, uh, recording this album, but they finally put it out. It uh, came out, and cool, Chris, one of the coolest songs on there was the remix of Shout the Devil, and Motley Crue uh, announced that Vince was back in the band, and uh, when they appeared on the um, the uh, the uh, award show and they came out and played that song, everybody was losing their mind. Uh, I know I was, and I was like, oh, my gosh, Motley Crue is back. And uh, uh, But Generation Swine, a lot of people didn't like this album, Chris, but I, I, I kind of enjoyed it. it. It had some pretty good songs on there. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was an album. I, I love the cover of the album. Oh, yeah. <laughs> As well. But, hey, Glitter. Glitter was their, you know, we talked about Home Street Home being a ballad. Um, you know, I like the Glitter song. I've seen Motley play it live in concert as well uh, in years past. And uh, But, yeah, there were some songs on there that, you know, again, that they would probably never play, you know, you know, but they have a vault here, and obviously, shout at the devil, the '97 version. Um, and Tony was it might, you might need to rattle my brain a little bit. Was this was the tour off of this album not one of their longest tours, or was it just kind of yeah all over the board at, at this point? Yeah, this, with them a little bit. Yeah, and actually, during this tour was kind of when uh, you know internet was starting to come out, Chris. Um, and, uh, Nikki and Vin, uh, Nick, Nikki and Tommy were really involved in, uh, in, in online stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and they were like actually telling the fans, bring your cameras to the show, record us, take pictures, do it all. Um, and Chris, this was actually the tour, uh, where Nikki and Tommy got into a little trouble in Greensboro, uh, with the, oh. uh, with the security guard. It was, it was during this generation swine tour, um, where uh, Nikki uh, was accused of inciting a riot there in the Greensboro Coliseum, provoking the fans to beat up a security guard who was actually beating up a fan. Uh, and, of course, uh, Nikki and Tommy uh, supposedly spit on him and poured beer on the guy. Uh, but they let, they finished the concert, went home. Uh, a couple of years later, Tommy leaves the band uh, because of issues. He was personal issues he was having within his marriage. Um, but, uh, Motley Crue comes back, uh, to play Charlotte on the new tattoo. Uh, Nikki gets arrested, uh, for, oh. for, uh, this charge from Greensboro, you know, several years prior to, uh, then Tommy has to fly himself back to the Carolinas to get booked and they only had to pay just a few hundred dollars. It was ridiculous, but all in all, um, generation swine was, was a different tour. It was, a uh, uh, you know, they they didn't put a lot into their stage show. It was mostly just lights. Uh, no, really, no backdrop. No, you know, nothing like like we see today. Uh, it was just really stripped, you know, stripped down. But still, the Vince was back with the band. Uh, they had a new look. Uh, this was also the time they came out with their uh, new drink called Motley, Motley Brew. It was a blue soda. Um, I did not get mm. a chance to try that. But from what I understand, it tasted like shit. So uh, it was more or less a a, 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 a publicity stunt to um, you know to to uh, promote the album. 
but uh, in any event, uh, I know a lot of collectors out there still have some of those uh, Motley Brew bottles, and uh, um, it's it, it definitely it, it was de- definitely a, a neat a neat time. Um, but uh, Chris, what a, what a great album! I mean, a lot of people didn't like it. I did. Uh, one of my favorite songs off that album. Uh, was find myself and uh, that and 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 of course Nikki talks about uh, that song was kind of like his release from all those uh, the, the childhood uh, anger that he had uh, for his dad. Uh, so find myself was was there. Uh, that was a good song. Of course, Generation Swine was a good song. And and you and you had mentioned earlier Glitter as their mm-hmm. as their ballad. That was a pretty good song. Um, and. Uh, uh, I know, um, of course, shout the devil, the remix. And I believe right now to this day, uh, that's, they, I, I know when I was in LA, that's, that's how they played, uh, shout the devil. They didn't play it like, you know, the original way they play the remix. And I believe that's the same thing that they're doing on the stadium tour. Right, Chris? Yeah, pretty much. So absolutely. And, uh, it'll always be a staple on the set list. No, no matter what, but, um, you know, the tone, that glitters, I do like that glitter. <laughs> yeah. Actually, when I saw them play that live, it kind of, I was like, okay, they got something else beside home sweet home here. Um, you know, and, uh, and, and, and it worked, uh, you know, at that time. And that was really, that's really a song where you kind of hear Vince's vocals as, as well versus not so much the band, um, you know, so much. So, you know, to this day, but I do remember that early on, um, when I saw them, especially Carnival of Sins, I believe was when I saw when they played uh, that particular uh, uh, hit. But um, no, overall, you know, an interesting album, interesting time, uh, interesting time for just rock and roll bands in the eighties and ninety seven as well. I mean, it was just really an interesting time, and you know, Motley Crue has stood the test of time, and here they are now in twenty twenty two. You know, Tony, you were in L A. at the at the forum and you thought, okay, the, the lights come up, the stage is there and there's, there's confetti everywhere and that's it. And now here you are six years later saying, I'm going to see him. Um, you know, uh, you know, like the nature boy says one more time, I'm walking the aisle. Yeah. <laughs> so, they're, they're walking you know, the and, aisle. and, uh, and, uh, Hey Tony, it wouldn't even surprise me if the nature boys in the house Tuesday night, it would not surprise me if there's a couple of celebrities in the house Tuesday night for the Charlotte show. Uh, locally in the area well I'll, all i know chris is i'm going to be on the floor so any any celebrities walk by i'm going to get a selfie i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to post it uh as and i man I, I can't wait and uh uh it's just a few more days away and uh, i'm mm-hmm. pumped up i'm ready oh i'm ready too it's going to be here i got to get my rest this weekend into tuesday and uh it's it's, it's going to be great and i'm looking forward to it and and for us to, to recap everything and just take it all in. Let's see what the band's got. And I really think, like we said, Tony, the last couple weeks, I think for, you know, three of the four bands, I think we will see them out on tour in 2023, maybe 2024 at the latest, you know, and then, you know, where does Motley Crue, you know, ultimately go from here, you know, once this tour does conclude, you know, in, in September remains to be seen. But I think for these other three bands, you know, definitely there's going to be future uh, uh, tours in, in, in their sites. 
Yeah, definitely so. And, uh, man, I can't wait. And, uh, like I said, we're just a few days away. Tomorrow night I'll be uh, getting whiskey bent and hell bound and going mm-hmm. to have all my rowdy friends come over tomorrow night for the Bo Cephas, Hank Williams Jr. Uh, I know right now Hank has just released a new album, uh, and, uh, and I know he'll, he'll be playing a, uh, a few songs off of that. Um, and, uh, you know, what, what, what a great time, uh, to, to, to be a music lover, a wrestling lover. It's all there. Uh, and like I was saying, um, Hank Williams Jr.'s new album, uh, called rich white honky blues. Uh, that, uh, album was just released just a couple of days ago. Uh, so, uh, wherever you get your music, go check it out. Um, uh, it's, it's, it's more or less a blues album and, and he's doing a lot of remakes of some really classic. He, he went in the vault on this one, Chris. And, uh, yeah. and of course I know he'll, he'll be playing a lot of the classics like whiskey bent and Hellbound, country state of mind, uh, all my rowdy friends and, uh, tons and tons more. And, uh, I'm looking forward to that too. So, um, uh, Chris, I'm going to, I'm going to dust off the old Austin hall cowboy boots and uh, take those, wear those to the show tomorrow night. Who knows? I might be uh, selling them, uh, selling pictures to people. Who knows? But any event, it's concert wrestling weekend, and I'm going to be busy. You're going to be busy, and we're just going to have the time of our life. And so next week, fans, when we do this uh, podcast, we'll have tons of stories. Uh, and uh, and like I said, Chris and I, if you follow our Facebook page, uh, Chris and I are planning to go live at some point, whether we're tailgating, whether we're in the venue, uh, or whether we're at the after party. Yeah, make sure you follow our Facebook page because you will see uh, the real deal, Chris Plano and Tony Binge right there rocking and rolling in Charlotte. Man, Tony, I cannot wait. And for the fans, you could just find me on Facebook fairly easily, just Chris Plano. And uh, you can see I put my weekly uh, music posts up every Thursday or Friday for that upcoming weekend. If you're just, just curious in general, take a peek, leave a comment, you know, give me a like any way you like. And uh, it's a lot of fun to do. But, Tony, I'm excited. Tuesday night, top to bottom, we're going to get our uh, 80s music fix. I can definitely tell you that. And uh, it'll be great to see these guys again. Um, you know, some of the bands I haven't seen in, in, uh, in, in, in four, three, four or five years. And uh, looking forward to it, and uh, I know they're going to be ready. They're going to. They do have Monday night off. They are playing um, on Saturday and Sunday this weekend in Philadelphia, in New York, respectively. They'll be off Monday, rested. They'll be in town Monday and ready to rock and roll Tuesday night in Charlotte, and then the tour just keeps on keeps on moving on, as they say, down the road. Yes, sir. And and uh, I think they the final night is going to be. Uh, in Vegas, I believe. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, they got a, a you know, the, the, really the, the tour is just getting started. Uh, they're playing all summer long. I think it finally ends up in September. So, uh, everybody in the United States is going is to have a chance to see, uh, the stadium tour. And I'm sure they'll probably be taking it, you know, next year, uh, you know, over overseas. So, uh, I think everybody at some point is going to get a chance to see this stadium tour, but right now we're the lucky ones. And, uh, man, I, and like I've said this a million times on the show tonight, I can't wait just a few more days and we will be, uh, uh, living out the dream, Chris. Yeah, I can't wait. I've, you know, I've seen these bands many times over the years, but all four together, 
Never have I seen it before. We'll never probably see it again. And, uh, hey, kudos to these guys. You know, Tony, I'd have to rack my brain. The last time an 80s band, a true 80s band, went on a stadium tour, it's been a good long while. Yeah. You know, since we've seen of this magnitude where they're playing all stadiums. We're not going down to indoor venues or, 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 or amphitheaters. We're playing a full stadium tour. It's, it's been a while. Yeah. And, um, and this is good for all the eighties rocks bands. Cause there'll be a trickle down effect as yeah. well off of this for all the eighties bands that are still out there touring. And there's plenty of them, some yeah. original, some not original that will reap off of this for their own, uh, uh, shows no matter where those shows might be played. Yeah. And Chris, the other, other cool thing you got to think about this poison, the Motley Crue is the original lineup or uh, original lineup is playing. So that absolutely that right there says a lot too. You don't see it that much anymore. You really don't. You got to give it up for poison. You know, I know poison hasn't coming out. hasn't come out with an album in, in a, in a good long while. It might be about 20 years since the last time they came out with an album, but, it's still the original four members of the band. Motley Crue, it's still the original four members of the band, though they have come out with an album in, in, in less years than Poison, obviously. And, and, you know, for Def Leppard, no, it is not the original band. And, yeah, Joan Jett is up there. You know, that's fine. But you got to take it in because, Tony, you can't take this stuff for granted with these bands. I mean, you know, they're the original band today. They're not the original band tomorrow. Um, you know, so you got to go in and take it and take it all in and, and, you know, seize the moment as they say, and, 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 and see it if you can. And, uh, cause these guys aren't going to be around forever. No, not gonna be around forever. So right now is your chance to get in there and, uh, and, and see the, see the, see these, these bands play, uh, when they come to your town, Rain or shine, they're going to be out there putting on the, mm-hmm. the, the show of, of, of a lifetime. Uh, and so make sure that you, um, if you can, check it out. And if, if you happen to be at the show in Charlotte and you see me and Chris, welcome. Say, hey, man, we'd uh, love, love to take a picture with you. Put it on our Facebook page. Uh, and, uh, of course, uh, um, you know, every week Chris and I get together and try to try to break down these wrestling shows. Uh, right now we're, we're in the middle of the stadium tour. So each week, uh, you, you, you know, we'll, we'll definitely be, be giving the fans updates on, um, on the shows that we see or hear. Um, but, uh, like I said, man, Tuesday night, Charlotte is going to be on fire, uh, for the stadium tour, Motley Crue poison, Def Leppard and Joan Jett. Uh, it's going to be a show of the ages and I cannot wait to be there. Man, the stadium may never be never be the same again after Tuesday night. Well, that remains to be seen. That's true. All right. Well, well, fans, we we appreciate you t- checking out our checking out our show and listening in. And uh, I can't wait to uh, for next week. Uh, again, I'll have another major announcement concerning the Ric Flair's final match uh, that will be coming up next week. Uh, but in the meantime, for Chris, I'm Tony. We will see you next week here on the Binge Buster Show. Sure to share the podcast on your favorite social media channels. Thank you for listening to the Binge Buster Show. Make sure you like us on Facebook and download us on your favorite podcast platform.